check it out. Hello, hello, thanks for stopping by, come on in, relax, I'm Bentley Craig and I'm coming to you from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain oh yeah this is things thought on Circle Drive And on my little road, circle drive, like I said, at the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. From up here, I get a different perspective. And with the perspective I'm getting, It's hard to be a happy-go-lucky kind of fella that I prefer to be. <clears throat> when I read about politicians who want to help us, I'm always a little frightened when that comes up, but so they want to ease our pain and give us a little bit of money for our mortgages or our peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and uh, well they both putting in things that don't need to be there that's, you know, why should we trust these politicians? You know, they tell us they're going to go D.C. and do this thing to, to help out the American people. For doing the right thing. Whether they wanted to or not. And then they got to go play flim flamming shenanigans 
trying to put in things that don't need to be in that bill. I didn't read it all, but what, did they really put something in there for windmills? Really? And I know they're always trying to throw in something for abortions. You know, if they want to have abortions and do that, they need to put uh, be more honest about what they're doing. You know, even with abortions, you know, like me, I think that's murder and shouldn't be tolerated. But that's just my personal opinion. An individual opinion, but I'm an individual American. And sometimes my opinion about things doesn't really matter because, well, my opinion isn't law. And with abortion, it's either legal or it isn't illegal. And it's supposed to be illegal and people are, or it's supposed to be legal from what I understand. And I guess I don't have a problem with it so much. I mean, I know what it's for. and People have to do it for all kinds of things. And it's been happening since the beginning of time. But does it have to come up when you're trying to help everybody out? Why you got to throw something like that in the middle of it? That, right there, is... One reason why I don't trust politicians, why, you know, they, they talk about the coronavirus and and I'll go back and forth on it. I, you know, whatever my opinions may sway doesn't involve my actions on how I'm reacting with my actions to this situation. I'm being an adult about things, staying at the house behaving myself me and my honey we got a friend here that doesn't mean that I don't think my rights have been violated but at some point the good of the many you know is this good for everybody that we all stay home And if we live through this, are we going to live through the depression? It wasn't long after 1918 when the depression happened, I'm pretty sure. I'm not a depression expert. But I'm sure there's somebody out there that could tell you. You shut all this stuff down. What do you think's going to happen? Could we handle this different? Do we let these, the liberal side of things, frighten us into doing something that we should be aware of? It's easy to wash your hands and to cover your mouth when you cough. 
That's easy. I, I was taught to do that when I was a child. Usually when I sneeze, I sneeze at my feet. It's a no-brainer kind of thing. You know, and there's a reason why soap kills bacteria. Why it's a little better. It's that, uh, the, or the the viruses, like this, this virus particularly. You know, it has like this, you know, I am not a uh, virus expert. From what I understand, is that viruses have like this, uh, fatty thing that they, they form in, right? Their cell. You know, what's dishwashing liquid do with grease? Yeah. yeah. It does the same kind of thing with a virus. Once your that soap gets on there and it, it, it just destroys the virus is what it does. It just makes it inactive. And, and there you go. That was something else I was thinking about. Is a virus alive? Is it alive? Uh, I don't know. Now, if they find something like that on a uh, meteorite, they crack it open, cut it up, and look at it, and they go, Ooh, there's a virus. That means there's life on other planets. But does that mean that there's life, that it's a living thing? You know, like, is there any intelligence with this virus? Does it know what it's doing? Was it sentient? Sentient? Something like that. Does it know it's alive? I mean, its goal is to infect you and keep you around just long enough to go out and infect three or four other people. Okay, that's like its goal. If it, you know, am I putting human conditions on a virus? Anyway, I was just wondering. But yeah, the virus and And abortions are going to keep us all alive and murder babies. You know, <clears throat> I know it's a different way. You know, some people don't want to look at it like that. And, and sometimes I just see two sides of a coin or whatever. But that's, that's what it is to me. It, I can't argue with the people about it. I don't want to try to convince someone that it's murder when they don't think it's murder. I don't want to argue about it, but it'd be cool if they really understood life the way I look at it. But also, it's a legal, so... And that's a touchy subject, you know, supposedly just women's rights and their their body, you know, as if women have some special powers 
that can always make the right decision for the good of mankind. You know, don't get me wrong again. I love my mama. And in my family, I got some of the strongest women I've ever met. Mentally, physically. I have powerful women in my family. And even those women can make bad ideas, have bad things. Of course, I don't really recall making very many mistakes by the time I come along. I think they'd got all that kind of stuff out of their system. You know, but the women in my family are strong and intelligent. There's authors and musicians and performers and mothers. Oh yeah. God bless the women. Alright, I, I wouldn't even I don't even know where oh I was wondering where the abortion thing came from. Yeah, they were trying to put that in the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the bail out the people bill. And then I was listening to another podcast, and the question arose about whether or not we are aliens on this planet. And their examples or their talking point basically was just the fact that uh, there isn't anywhere on the world really that we can live without having to clothe ourselves. So they were just wondering, you know, because all the other animals seem to be just fine wherever they're at, whether they're in rain or whatever. In the snow, you know, not all animals live in the snow, but there are animals that are that live in the snow are equipped to deal with it. And, uh, and human beings, well, we're really not equipped with anything other than, you know, our brain, the way it works according to this conversation I'm not saying this is fact or anything like that but where were we placed here now I thought it was uh, interesting for just a moment but then I was like well you know what uh, you know since I'm a God guy and a, a Jesus guy I'm like how was it before the flood we might have been just fine before the flood happened. That was kind of like that just popped right into my head as soon as, as soon as it came in. I was like, "Yeah, I wonder." I'm not so familiar with the Bible that I was. I was. I, I was just before I went air on air here. Um, I was just wondering was there winners in the Bible you know like really bad winners did they talk about 
snow. I, I don't recall anything like that. Them, you know, building snowmans. Of course, I don't recall anything like that. <clears throat> so, hmm, what do you think? Are we alien? Of course, I don't think we're aliens. <clears throat> Though I would have to say, just on you know, this little sidetrack, that Native Americans sometimes seem alien to me. Let me repeat that. Sometimes Native Americans seem alien to me. It seems that sometimes they're just lost and confused with how things are. And they don't get it. And they, you know, they're like, what? Well, uh, it's like they never heard of it, whatever it was before. And it, what it is, is they're alien too. Capitalism. You know, property. Things like that, I suppose. Must have been a different frame of mind. I wished I had some of that understanding. The natives are hard to get a hold of and talk to and now I had a better chance than most people and I did I had a lot of discovery with Native Americans but if there was anything I did do was help young Native Americans into realizing their worth as Native Americans what it really meant you know I gave them a little little talk on my opinion of why they are the way they are right now and you know as it turned out at the time I, I never heard of John Trudell a Native American poet check him out and uh, he and I were on the same page his poetry and my my line of thinking had were had a lot in common and I, I wished I would have heard of him so I would have passed it along to these younger Native Americans. Yeah, they, uh... I, I have witnessed the old Native Americans being, you know, somebody being racist with them. A, a lot of people. But... Uh, authority figures uh, men in uniforms <coughs> and uh, I don't know so much if they uh, are racist if they're racist or are they they just think that this person that they're dealing with is stupid because when I was 15 and met Native Americans, I was blown away with this tribe of 
Native Americans, and I'm not going to call them out right now. I was, uh, was just like, wow. And I remember saying something rude to this Native American teenage guy, and I was a teenage guy too, but he was like a bohemoth. This dude was huge. But I had a feeling whatever I was saying, he wasn't getting, you know. But a little sidetrack on that little story. Same Indian, same native. Was going to uh, beat me up after school. And rightfully so. When it comes down to it, I'm, I'm not much on uh, losing a uh, fist fight or whatever you want to call that. And I could be real clever about how I tangle with someone else. But. I knew I had it coming. <laughs> you know, I was, uh, I really harassed this guy at a, at a pep rally. It was kind of funny. In uh, Moab, Utah. And, uh, oh yeah. I let him have it. And I was very good at being, I wouldn't say I was a bully, um, per se. But I might pick on you one day and might not ever, ever say anything again. I had a conscience, so, you know, if I, a little later it might dawn on me, like, oh, dude, you are an asshole. I'd be like, I was, oh, man. And then I, I usually go apologize. I will do that. I'll apologize for my actions. Because uh, they can be stupid sometimes. I might not realize it till a little bit later. You know, maybe a few hours later. Be like, oh wow, that was off the charts crazy. <laughs> so, uh, I was uh, trying to avoid this fight with this guy and uh, just to get try to get back on track. I, I ended up buying my way out of it with a uh, Butterfinger candy bar. Yeah, I did apologize and told him I shouldn't have been acting like that and had it coming. But uh, was there anything I could do to make it up to you to keep you from uh, kicking my ass like you probably should? And he's like, yeah, buy me a candy bar. I was like, cool. I think it was like 30 cents, 35 cents. I didn't get my butt kicked. And I made a friend. that was back when I was 15. I'm still kind of the same guy. I do realize when I am not being civilized, being a nice person. But people do that. I do that. I hope you don't. I hope you're a better person than that. 
but that's what we are as people. Are we alien? Oh, I don't know. I'm going with no. But then again, if I want to go like literally, um, we were some of the last things put on the old planet. There were other things here before us, I suppose. We were here on the sixth day. Is that right? I think so. I'll have to do the checking again. Sometimes I know my know my stuff, and then sometimes I don't know my know my know my stuff. But that's a good thing. I, I had teachers, they taught me how to read. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Alright, so you had Noah doing his thing, but how were they doing their thing? I don't recall a whole lot about their weather or their living conditions, it never really said a whole lot. You know, um, Adam put on fig leaves. <laughs> you know, it couldn't have been too cold at the time or uncomfortable. He's just covering himself. He didn't turn around and make a three-piece suit and a tie. think I'm not sure might have to ask Matthew Miller I like that guy but we'll find out I'll find out what kind of what was what there are experts I wonder if Kent Hovind ever talked about it some people might tell you that he is not an expert I like listening to him. He reminds me of uh, a few different preachers in my younger childhood days. Looked like a couple dads I knew. But whatever he's doing, whatever he is, I don't think he's being malicious about it. Even though he did go to prison. But that's kind of, I don't know, there's something up with that. There's something. Wasn't right. But who am I? I'm Bentley Craig. I'm glad you're still listening. What do you think about what's going on out there? Think those are aliens outside? Think those are aliens in D.C.? Are those just people that's lost their ways? Or are they actually doing rituals and things like that? I've heard talk about all kinds of scariness. Is that possible? Are some of the crazy things we read about in fictional novels, fictional movies... Are they almost real? Are they? 
I'm not sure. Now, Rust Dizdarte, they are. There's witches in them, their halls of justice. Witches and warlocks. That's kind of crazy. No, Russ, back in the day, he could make a good argument for it. I'll give him that. I had to stop listening to him because he's scary. Or his message is scary. But, is that possible? Are abortions to them just like uh, some kind of baby sacrifice? I mean, I know a couple years ago there was some kind of flim flam going on in those uh, Planned Parenthood buildings. Selling those things. That's just kind of creepy. You know, been, it might have been legal. I don't know. But let's just say that they did have good intentions. That that's just creepy. Like if I was sitting in on a meeting, I'd be like, what? No. You can't be selling that. But then I guess, you know, is that science? And if they're doing that, well then why do they need any funding? That should pay for it. See? You know what I'm saying? See, that's just wrong. That's just my opinion now. <clears throat> it's illegal. So. But morally. Like on my morals and the principles that I have. That's just wrong. And that's okay. I'm not judging. <laughs> I might judge but I'll keep it to myself. In most all situations of course but I, you know in the wrong situation they'll have to push me to get me to tell them what I really think about it I usually just run with well it's illegal so we want to argue about speed limit green lights red lights No, we don't want to argue about that. So then again, are we aliens? I don't know, man. Uh, no. <coughs> but I can't prove anything to anybody. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I guess I can't prove it unless uh, we have faith as a common denominator. And I have faith that I will, you will get through what's happening right now. I have that faith and I don't know why I don't know why 
it's hard to um, have faith in today. Today is today. Being someone who believes in God and Jesus, well, it makes you a little different. It's like they can automatically pick on you and your opinion doesn't mean anything because you believe in fairy tales. That's that's not how you should talk to someone. That's I try not to think that. Well, let me take that back. It's okay to think that way about people, but taking a stand on your opinion sometimes is not right. Unless you're in that situation and it calls for it, but uh, it doesn't always call for your opinion to become the golden rule oh yeah might is not right even if it's just beating someone down with your intelligence cause you know more words than somebody else and words are cool I dig them Sometimes I find the, the fancy words. is like some kind of club for people. And metaphorically and whatnot. And then in, you know, an actual, you know, club of people. People better than you club. And then with those words, you can also act like you have a... a a club club, caveman club with them. Yeah. Sometimes words are just intimidating. That's all. If I don't understand a word, I'll ask somebody to tell me what the hell they mean. I'll be like, hey man, I didn't get that far in school. What the hell's that? Like, that's cool. That's a cool word. Did you learn that in school? Cool. I can run a trout line. Oh, did I mention that? (laughs) Well, we won't go into my... survival skills. Not like Rambo's survival skills, you know more of like actually eating and sleeping and living in the woods kind of thing <clears throat> yeah my world will have changed a whole lot if I'm covering myself up in mud and thinking I'm going to stab somebody oh my I sure don't want to live in that world well it'd be tough because number one um, I'm a Jesus guy so that would be you know, no bueno. So, yeah, there's that. And then, you know, of course, I'm not Jesus. No way, no how. I mean, I'd like to be more like Jesus. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. 
that's what we're you know we're here for try to get our Jesus on act like we got some sense like you know don't want to disappoint dad do you oh well well there you go I don't think we're aliens cause well God created us we weren't the first thing here so you know we were alien to some things everything else was here then again if I believe in God you know I believe in Noah and there's a time before Noah that we don't really have a lot of historical facts about what the landscape was like all that to me is deserts when I was a kid growing up I just thought about them living in a desert for some reason I don't know why but I, surely that wasn't how they were living because there was a bunch of people I suppose seems like it I don't know how many people were taken out in the time of Noah I'm not sure I've seen that in the Bible there's a lot of things I don't know about the Bible but that's okay you can read it over and over and over and I think only a few people really get it because like I said different times different places different circumstances the Bible speaks to me differently or just out of nowhere it seems like a whole new chapter appeared like wow how did I miss this like it would just be like totally unfamiliar to me no and I've read over those passages I guess I just blew through them and just wasn't really reading them at that time. Or I just didn't need to see that at the time. It's a spiritual thing, me and the Bible and God and Oh well. Yeah. Read your Bible if you got one. Well, I tell you what. I'm glad you're listening. How you doing tonight, friend? I hope you're all right. I appreciate you listening. And you know you can listen to this on whatever you're listening to it on, of course. But on all kinds of other podcast platforms, you can also hear it on the Friends Radio Network dot com Friends Radio Network dot com with old Johnny McMahon and his Friends Christian Friends all kinds of shows on the Friends Radio Network dot com is very cool you can also catch the Friends Radio Network on all kinds of other podcast platforms too. 
all the other programs that they, you know, you subscribe to it and you get like all kinds of different podcasts. <clears throat> it's phenomenal. All kinds. All kinds of different ones. And it's, you know, I would call it Christian-y, for sure. Most of it, the intent. But there's not a lot of uh, come to Jesus's on there getting on you making you feel conviction about the preacher man yeah you can find all that I guess on the fringeradionetwork.com and you can catch this show Things Start on Circle Drive you can catch it at anchor.fm and you can do your own podcast at anchor.fm. Yeah. It's free. It's easy. Did I say that? Okay. Well. And then uh, the Friends Radio Network has got some kind of shenanigans going on with KFSA FM and AM. Check that out in the show notes. You can go and maybe hear some of the friends on their live radio station. Yes, that would be cool. Very cool for everybody. And what else is there? Well, I guess that's about it for now. Thanks for stopping by. Make sure you come back again. I'm Bentley Craig. And I'm coming to you live. From the very tip top. Of Crawford Mountain. Where you get a different perspective. A different vantage point. Be cool out there. I love you. Hugs. And until next time. I'll see you next time. Check it out.